Well, it has been a while. Welcome, podcasties. We missed you. Yes. Julie and I have just had, like, the busiest lives lately, which is good. Yep. And um, and then we just couldn't take being apart anymore. And we said we must make a date to get together and do some podcasts. So yes. here we are. Yes. So we are back and we thank you for your patience. We are Two Sober Chicks. You can find us on SoundCloud, Two, the number Two Sober Chicks, on Facebook, Sober Chicks. <laughs> Let's get this wrong. I have Facebook, Sober Chicks, at Two, the number Sober Chicks, and Gmail if you want to email us, the number Two Sober Chicks at gmail.com. Great. And um, you can email us if you want, just to tell us what you think about the show. Um, and if you have a, maybe you have a topic suggestion. Or you have a question. We had a great question a little while ago from Australia. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So we did a whole podcast on this woman's question. Um, and we would do a whole podcast on your question if you sent it in. So please do drop us a line and email us. So today, what are we going to talk about? Let's look at our little jar of topics. Unless there's something, you have a burning desire to discuss something? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. Okay. I'm still not ready. Well, we'll see what the universe has in store with this question. Harm reduction. Oh, okay. (laughs) The only thing I know about harm reduction is pretty much all of us that go into recovery have already tried harm reduction, i.e. scheduling your drinks, making notes of your drinks. This day I can have, like, but for me, true alcoholic that I am, the idea is great. I'll have one or two. Never works. Never works. Never works. So, you know, that's a good topic. Because there, okay. there are a lot of people out there who have heard or will hear, like you said, when they go into treatment, when they go into rehab, um, we're going to teach you harm reduction. And as Julie just said, uh, I am an alcoholic and um, scheduling drinks doesn't work for an alcoholic because I obsess and I go crazy thinking about, well, I've had my two drinks. What am I going to have in my next two drinks? You know, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um so that was definitely a sign that I was an alcoholic. Um, I never tried harm reduction. I came to AA and then when things didn't work out the way I wanted them to, I pitched a little fit like a child and I took my toys and I went elsewhere. And I thought, I'll try some controlled drinking. So I guess it's a little bit like the harm reduction plan, but it was on my own. And I said, I'm just going to go to a bar and I'm only going to order two drinks and then I'm going to leave. So I had to not have booze in my house or else I would drink it. And I had to go to a bar with no credit cards and no debit card and only bring $20. (laughs) And, you know, for a little while I deluded myself. I thought, okay, there we go. I'm not an alcoholic. I can do two drinks. And then later on, because after I stopped just taking the $20 (laughs) and I took my bank card and my credit card, I'd wind up hung over the next day wondering where I was and where all my money had gone and why I'd hit the debit machine three times in one night. And Mm -hmm. um, so that proved to me that I couldn't just do two drinks unless I was obsessing over and trying to manipulate and control the situation and just have two drinks. It Mm -hmm. wasn't possible for me because I'm an alcoholic. Um, So maybe the purpose of it um, is for people to decide or find out are you an alcoholic or are you a person who just drinks heavily? Right. If you are a person who just drinks heavily um, and you need to reduce that a little bit, harm reduction will work for you. Right. 
That makes sense because there's a difference between a heavy drinker or someone that's dependent and then someone, I can't remember what the other category is. Um, I bought a couple of books off of Amazon before I started going to AA and one of them was called Controlling Your Drinking and I did do the methods. They were not successful. They were little things like, well, put your drink on the table because if you don't hold your drink and I'm thinking, I tried it. It didn't work. And the other you one put it was. Down and then you picked it up again, like immediately. Yeah, got a nice bicep. Um, <laughs> the other one was I started to record how many drinks I had of what, and then the next day what the hangover was like. So in my calendar, which I still have, wow. well, because it's online, um, it would say W for wine and V for vodka. Because typically what I would do is I would start with like a bottle to two of wine. Mm-hmm. And then when I get to that place where. I'm feeling no pain, then it would start the shots of vodka. So it would be like W, four, five, six, whatever. And then it would be V and then one, two, three, four, whatever. How could you count after? Like, I don't know. It became this thing in my head. I'm also a person that loves lists. So this appealed to me on a very core (laughs) level. And so when I go back all those years, which is seven and a half years ago, and I can see W, V, and then the hangover that I had the next day. Mm. Um, but I'd be in a blackout, so who knows actually how much I consumed. Right. So it was these little things that I was like, oh, this will work. I'll try this. Yeah. And I think that's I, what I understand from harm reduction is there are little techniques to lessen the volume of whatever your abuse is, mm-hmm. um, your intake. Yeah. And you're right, for a heavy drinker, there was a speaker I heard at a meeting um, a couple days ago where he said his dad was a really heavy drinker. And then when the doctor said, your liver got fatty liver syndrome and you should lessen your drinking his dad just did it wow i know yeah and that would not be possible for an alcoholic yeah i mean without a a spiritual solution and a program and a new way of living and that's basically what we've found out that it it's not just about harm reduction well i would say my my life has definitely my harm's been reduced. my harm's been reduced (laughs) (laughs) by the actions i've taken in the program but you know the step that it took was not picking up the first drink. That's, yeah. That's the only... First drink's the one that gets you drunk. Yeah, that's the only thing that's going to work for me. And I remember that used to piss me off so much when people would say, don't pick up the first drink. I'm like, why the fuck do you think I'm here? Because I have a problem with picking up the first drink. Mm-hmm. I want the first drink. Mm-hmm. It I, took me a I while to understand that. I think the first that. drink's going to get me drunk. That was where I was at. I'm like, yeah. what in the hell are they talking about? Until I realized it's the first drink that flips on the switch and opens up the gateway into the land of no return. That's right. That triggers the obsession to, for the body, physically and mentally, to continue to want more and more and more and more. Yeah. Even though it's destroying us. Yeah. Well, see there. Harm reduction. Well, I guess that's it for this podcast. That was a short one. Harm reduction. See? You didn't want to do it at first, but we found something something good in it to talk about we are two sober chicks thank god today (laughs) two sober chicks still sober (laughs) still chicks yeah (laughs) check check nothing's changed (laughs) check back with us tomorrow i'm lisa i'm julie thanks a lot for listening bye